the power of a podcast extends well beyond plugging in the mic. So if you're ready to learn how it can help you build a big business, then I'm your best friend. Hi, I'm Joanne Bolt, and I am obsessed with all things podcasting and creating an unapologetically big revenue business with it. From podcast guesting to podcast hosting and everything in between, we're going to dive into it all and show you step by awesome step how using a podcast can and will grow your business. So grab a glass of wine and pop your headphones on because girlfriend, happy hour has begun here on The Beat Word. Hey everyone, welcome back to The B Word. Today's guest is a fantastic lady with an even better accent. Helen and I met a couple of weeks ago. I stumbled into her networking call. She does one every Wednesday morning and she puts entrepreneurs together. She's a fellow podcaster. Her podcast is called Purpose, Potential, and Power. And let me tell you, she is full of all three. So Helen, I'm just going to give the floor to you for a second, let you introduce yourself to everyone. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. It is a pleasure to be here, Joanne. So Yes, and the accent, as you can probably tell, I am here over in the UK, right in the center of England. I am a sales and business coach. And what I love to do is help entrepreneurs who are building online to stand out and sell more through really powerful messaging. So it's all about great messaging. It's all about making an impact and it's all about making more money. Absolutely. Because who doesn't want to make a little bit more money, especially in a recession like we're having here? Absolutely. Let's go. (laughs) And I think part of the reason I am so in love with you, and I will go ahead and tell you this, girl fanning a little bit, because my dream in life is to move to England. Like my husband worked in London for a couple of years, and I got to go over several times with him. And we have always said that when the kids graduate school, our goal, you know, some, some couples goals are like to go to the island or the beach. No, our goal is to go to London and have a flat and just live the England life. So that's amazing. Well, we can trade because ours is to come to the US. So that's that sorted. We'll oh, do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll just trade houses. No big deal. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get started first. You do a Wednesday call that is absolutely free for everyone. Why do you do that? I know, knowing you, it's part of your sales strategy. Absolutely. So sales is but relationships. That is how you build a business. And it's also about serving. So I wanted to put this call together to do both of those things, really. And that is to bring people together, but also for me to pour into my community with my zones of genius in sales and messaging. And I put on this call, it's called the power hour, but really it's just a power half hour. And I really want to bring people on there to learn from me. So every kind of week I go into a piece of content, I explain the background behind it. I explain like, you know, the actual strategy behind it and what the kind of sense of purpose was for that piece of content so that people can go away, create something very similar in their niche that's, you know, and really create an impact on their on their social media. So I I just love serving my community. I am so like lit up with what I do. I absolutely love it. And I was like, why not create this kind of weekly event where I can really make a huge difference? And yes, it is part of my sales strategy. You know, you're so right. Of course, it would be so dishonest of me not to say that I hope that the people coming onto that call see the value and then see how I can really make a difference 
to their business and help them grow to six figures, multiple six figures, attract more clients. But of course, you know, I'm too old now to be worrying really about like measuring. Am I kind of taking, giving more, all that kind of thing? I really genuinely want to serve. And I am I'm finally found this place that really fills me with passion and purpose. And that is what this call is ultimately about. And if it results in a sale, great. If not, it's fine. I just am absolutely having a blast. Well, and I believe it probably does result in a lot of sales for you because your authenticity comes through on that call. I mean, I've said it on several. I will continue to sit in on them. You never feel as though it's part of your sales strategy, which is what is so beautiful about it. Because a lot of times I'll pop into other people's you know, podcast or their networking call or their event or whatever it is that they've got going on, webinars to watch. And it is so clear that it is just a way to funnel you into their system, which we all know that that's what we're doing. I mean, we're not stupid when we go on these calls, but I think when an entrepreneur goes into it with the sole purpose of making sales, then actually what they do is repel people away from their sales. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I appreciate you saying that as well, Joanne. And this is a huge part of sales and successful sales. It's, you know, and this is why so many people come to me and they don't like to sell. You know, we're all selling if you're in business and they're like, I feel uncomfortable. I feel awkward. It's like aggressive. It's pushy. It's persuasive. And this is because we've had those experiences where we've all felt like that being tried with people trying to sell to us. Mm-hmm. So I am playing the long game as well, Joanne, as I'm sure you are in business. You know, I'm here for a long haul. I am crafting a multiple six-figure, seven-figure business right now. And that does not happen overnight. And I really have to put in the time and put in a lot of giving, giving back and giving out. And it will come back. And I'm in no rush, you know. And that is a long haul in entrepreneurship is really the patience around that is the biggest lesson I've learned. And I know so many people struggle with that as well, but it's so true. So I'm there. Hopefully I can help and people will see the value, like I said. And, you know, even if it's six months, six years down the line, it's fine. It's all good. And if I can help them win, well, great. All right. So in a day-to-day basis in your entrepreneur life, you said one of the things that we have to really learn is patient. What is the biggest piece of the business you've had to be the most patient with? For me, it's been finding, finally finding what I was supposed to do when I grow up. (laughs) I'm in my mid-40s and I, you know, this is my fourth business that I started from scratch as a solo entrepreneur. I've taken two to six figures it's, you know, there's been a common thread. It's not like I've just gone from, I don't know, medicine to law to sales to whatever. It's all been in sales. It's all been client focused. And for the last four years, it's particularly been online as well. So there's definitely common thread there. But I felt very lost for a very long time. I was following other people's sales methods and following the way that other people were telling me to build my business, to craft my messaging. And it wasn't working. It didn't feel aligned with me. And finally, once I kind of had the guts to literally step away from everyone and everything that I was around at the time and start up on my own and follow my own values, my own method, and then go out and teach it, well, everything changed. And it has been a long journey. It has been a really kind of test of my patience to, you know, kind of get to the point where 
when when am I finally going to actually find my way? And it took stepping away from other people's opinions, other people's methods and crafting my own framework, my own signature kind of way of doing things that I now teach all my clients. That is when the success happened. But yeah, the patience in the long game, you know, I've been doing this for 19 years. So it's been definitely a long game strategy for sure. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to dig in a little bit and let's see if I can uncover some secret sauce here because A, you're a coach. So in essence, you you just said you have your framework, you teach your clients the framework, but you yourself had to go figure out your own framework because doing it how someone else told you to do it didn't work for you. So how do you guide your clients through that same process of here's the framework I'm teaching you. Now we have to figure out if it works for you and how it works for you. Well, I believe fundamentally fundamentally that my framework means that it will work for everybody because it addresses the things that everyone needs to be successful, the core three elements for sales success. Mm-hmm. I say success with three Cs and it's clarity, connection and content. And then we apply those in a way that is right for that person's business. So it, to start with really is about getting so super clear on where you're going and my experience of my own kind of story of to finding where I, I I need to be right now to right now is has come from really fundamentally having complete clarity in the way I want to do things the confidence around that delivering that and really articulating the value of what I do to my future clients and showing up every single day with so much confidence confidence and clarity that firstly, it helps me to have that absolute certainty in where I'm going in my business and what I want to do that lights me up and that is my skills as well. And also, it gives my clients ultimate clarity on knowing exactly where that, what they're going to get from me. And that is absolutely essential. So that's the first piece. Um And then it's really kind of applying, like I said, applying those things to everyone else's business that comes into my world. Like I said, at the start, connection is everything. And I teach my clients how to reach out, build genuine connections, how to grow their audience through their messaging, how to actually make those connections to attract the right people and to stand out because, oh my goodness, there are like 60 million social media posts a day. And there are absolutely ways that you can do that. Um, And we do that through content as well, but it's building it around a strategy and a business model that my coaches that come and work with me want, you know, the the model that they feel is right for their personality, their lifestyle, the future kind of business that they see. And it's all very bespoke. It's all very hands-on. I don't believe in, I hate the phrase cookie cutter because everyone uses that. No one does a cookie cutter business. (laughs) Of course we don't. Oh my God. If we could have our businesses, there would be actually maps to follow as an entrepreneur, which there's books out there that give guidance, but there's no, you know, exactly how to do this book. Exactly. So it is just about adapting to the way that, you know, is right for you. And this framework I know has, you know, has helped like hundreds of online business owners now to have success. I'm really proud of it. I think that clarity piece for me, at least, and it sounds like for you in the first couple of years, getting the, you know, the clarity on your clarity is probably one of the hardest things. So I'm glad that you mentioned that that's one of your foundational pieces, because 
especially as an entrepreneur, I know we go in with these big grand visions and big grand visions we feel like are clear, but the truth is they are just cloudy messes. Yeah. It is so hard when you are in your own business, isn't it? It's like, this is the thing I always say to people who come to me. I appreciate it feels like you have a million decisions to make about your business. Everything from exactly what my offers are, where I'm going, where my strengths lie, the pricing, my daily actions, the things that are going to move the needle forward, how to actually create like a timetable for your life that works around you. There are a million things, not to mention all the hats that we wear as a business owner. Um, How do we outsource? When do we outsource? You know, when do we focus on our skills? I mean, there are a million ways to run a business. Um, And it is really looking at that from above and you can't do that when you're in your own business. It's really difficult. And you and I both know, like we are, obviously we are such champions for having mentorship and coaches and support for so many different reasons. But that being a really important one, that clarity can be a real fog. It can be a real source of anxiety and stress for so many business owners. And I believe, I don't know about you, but I believe that that exists even at every stage of building a business. You can have been in your business for three years and still not have found that clarity. Oh, I fully believe that. Embrace it. You know, I, and even if you found the clarity three years ago, you might not have clarity right now because now you've hit a different level or a different yeah. season in the business. Things are evolving. Technologies change. Yeah. Your audience may have changed. I mean, I found that myself from three years ago, I was working primarily with real estate agents. Now I hardly have any of those in my, you know, business structure yeah. because of who I became as I became a business owner. And as you refine your skills as well, you know, you you learn to ditch the things that you don't like doing. You learn to ditch the things that you aren't so good at. And yeah, you refine down to the things that you like really get excited about. So yeah, it, there's always a new path to find. <laughs> You're always chopping through the trees to, to find the way. And I think having the right coach and mentor to help you chop down the correct trees so that you don't squirrel everywhere. Because I know I am very, very guilty at I'll sit down at my computer and I'm like, nope, I have this list of things that has to happen today. And three hours later, I'll discover I've done none of those because I found something else bright and shiny I wanted to work right. on. We've all done that. We all do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's always something new. And when we're excited about our business as well, we do that, don't we, as well? We're like, oh, we want to learn this and do this and refine this and perfect that. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's exciting. So when you talk about creating content with your clients, is it mainly... I mean, I know I think of creating content as anything online, but do you work with them on other things like emails or, you know, proposals, keynote speeches? Like what kind of content is your specialty? So really it is like online content. So posts, carousels, reels, lives. However, I do believe that that is a small piece of the puzzle. Like that's the tip of the iceberg and really your messaging and your content it's the same thing in my eyes. It's how you present yourself and it's how you articulate the value of what you do um, so that your clients will want to buy from you so that you become the absolute no-brainer guru in your niche. So yeah, it absolutely will include how maybe you speak on a live, how you present yourself on a podcast, a sales page, emails, everywhere that you show up really. I don't do kind of presentations as such, but I really help people to get very clear on their overall message about what they deliver and the results, the very, very specific results that they can get for their their clients and their future clients. 
And I'll give you kind of a couple of, of questions to kind of ask, ask yourself if you're listening. The first thing is like, how, what is it that is unique about the process that you take your clients through? So what is unique about that? How? That's the first question to ask. And the second question is, what are the results, the specific results that your clients get because they followed that how, that process? That's a really great place to start. And then you can go out and tell the world all about it. And it's such a muscle piece that you've got to learn to flex, right? Like when you know what your message is, figuring out how to communicate that on all the different platforms to me is like learning, okay, I want to build a bicep, but I can go to the gym and, and build it in 20 different ways. And so you have to do it over and over and over again before it becomes just really easy and repetitive in your brain. Yeah. And you will fail. And it's not going to be right the first million times that you do it. And it's the same with creating content. You know, people expect they they come to me, I can guide them, I can give them all the give them all the tools, the framework. But you're the one that has to go to the gym. You're the one that has to build that muscle. You're the one that has to perfect how to pick up that weight, how to pick up a heavier weight, just to keep on using that fitness analogy. So it is a case of practice. And I always prepare my clients for the reality of the fact that it's going to take. 100 posts, you know, whatever it's going to take, you're going to have to just keep trying until you feel really comfortable that you're so right. Yeah. All right. So what is the number one way that you work with clients? Is it one-on-one coaching? Is it group coaching? Aside from the free networking call? Yeah. So my two kind of core offers, I keep my business really, really simple. I want to keep my life simple and my growth really simple. So one-on-one clients absolutely is the one way to work with me in a few different various ways at different price points. And then I also have a hybrid kind of group program slash mastermind, which has rolling enrollment. So people could come and join that anytime. And that is something um, that will take you through really the whole process of how to build and scale a six-figure, multi-six-figure business, making sure you attract more clients and then help you to sell more. So it's all those fundamental skills that I believe are the cornerstone, the keystone of a successful business. We often neglect sales and messaging. We think, yeah, I'll get my strategy right, my mindset right, and all the other things. And I will kind of shout till I'm blue in the face, as controversial as it might be. I believe sales and sales and messaging is like the first place to start because without those skills, you can't get people over that final hurdle and put money in your bank. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, when I used to teach real estate and I used to run a real estate team, I would have so many agents that came in and they thought that what they were selling was the home. Uh I always had to start with, no, you're selling you because if you aren't in sales, you're never going to get the clients to buy the homes. Like that's the final piece of it. That's the, the, you know, end of the marathon, if you want to call it that way. And they could not understand that they were in sales. And then I shifted into, you know, coaching women entrepreneurs. And most of them, the first thing I would say is, what are you, you know, what is the cornerstone of how you're building your business? Oh, I'm hopping on Instagram. Oh, I'm sending out emails. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm like, what about sales? And they would literally look at me and they're like, oh, I'm not in sales. I'm like, oh, girlfriend, you are. Everything, every business you have, you're in sales. And so getting that mindset shift is, you know, that first piece and that first hurdle, I think. Yeah. And it still surprises me that I have 
multiple six-figure, seven-figure business owners coming to me who still need that. Those tweaks, that refinement. We all want to find more clients. We all want to sell more. So I'm really excited about what I do because I know I can make a huge impact. But I, yeah, I agree. Um, it is often the last thing. And that's why I'm I'm almost like like a cheerleader for this particular corner of the the coaching industry, the sales and the messaging side, because yeah, people do neglect it. And you say, right, I can see, I've seen this and heard this over and over. Yeah. All right. So you said that you like, you have two offers because you like to keep your business and your life simple. What does a typical week in your world look like? Okay. So one of the smartest things I've ever done is really break my day down, my week down into specific days for specific things. Mondays and Fridays, I do not work in my business. So I don't have client calls. I don't do podcast recordings, connection calls, anything like that whatsoever. Mondays and Fridays are my time. I can go in on my Peloton for an hour if I want. I can take my husband out for lunch, get my nails done, or I can play around with my business. I absolutely love that as well. And working on my business, really kind of taking things to the next level because I've learned that in order to take things to the next level, I'll always have to be innovating, always have to be investing in myself and my time and my business. So I'll work on on those kind of things on those days. And it's fun. It's really fun. And then, you know, a typical week would be Tuesdays and Thursdays are my client days. And that's when I work with my clients. Um, and Wednesdays are for great calls like this. So connecting with other amazing entrepreneurs like you. So I've really got very, very strict on on that and it's been a hard lesson and I really believe that that is allowing me to scale it's giving me the space to grow to add more clients um in a way that feels like finally I've got my head around how to actually grow without having to kind of burn myself into the ground yeah so you set your boundaries and that actually allowed you to scale a business which yeah yeah kind of blows people's minds a little bit sometimes it's yeah it's taken me so long for that penny to drop and I continually have to be really strict with myself you know it would be very easy to say oh I'll just do that podcast on a Friday because there's no other time no 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 it has to stay within the boundaries that I have and if if it can't happen well it can't happen and I you know I cannot kind of get to that point where I'm like losing my sanity just because I'm like have my life all over the place so yeah the boundaries are are real yeah, I had to set for me, I had to figure out, okay, what what days and what times of the day are am I at my best to do podcasts, recordings or interviews, and then set my calendar likewise. So if someone's scheduling with me on Calendly, like they're not scheduling me for a podcast at 3.30 p.m. But I'll be honest, I'm in brain fog at that point of the day. <laughs> yeah. really good from about 9 to 12. And then from 12 to 1, you know, I can kind of get good, but it's, you know, but by 3.30, like, done and so I cannot schedule this stuff at that point of day yeah there's a slight flexibility on the time a little bit because I run a global business I've got clients in Australia the U.S. is where most of my clients are so you know I'm kind of on eastern time the whole time so um but yeah I completely agree it's um and you want to give your clients your best and you want to give like I want to give you my best or going on to my podcast and your listeners so absolutely making sure and I prioritize my health I prioritize my fitness I prioritize my energy and all of that feeds back into my business health is wealth absolutely 
personally, I love that you work on East Coast time because I have so many people I follow and I join their stuff and they're on like Arizona or California, you know, and they'll ask me, oh, well, or they'll call, you know, eight o'clock at night, my time. And I'm like, no, no, it's now eight o'clock. I am not only past my zone of genius, I'm a glass of wine in, you know. And the different kind of zone of genius that comes out after a glass of wine. Let's yeah, there's it. a whole different zone of genius. <laughs> all right. So tell us how or tell our audience, because I know that they're all grabbing their Sharpies and their Post-it notes, although we will put it in the show notes. What is your preferred way to get in touch? So come and just say hi on Instagram. Please tell me that you've listened to Joanne's podcast. Um, I love this podcast, by the way. Um, Just let me know that you have, and I will happily just drop you a couple of um, voice note messages about your content. If there's anything I feel that, you know, might need a bit of a tweak, I'm happy to do that. So just come and say hi at Helen Thacker. Awesome. Well, I'm sure that you're going to get a slew of people coming in and saying hi. And again, you guys, her podcast is called the Purpose Practical and Power Podcast. And I know it's going into rotation in my Um, podcast player of choice. So please also take a minute and go and listen to hers and subscribe to it. Because if you're listening to this, you are clearly a podcast listener. And we love those people. Thanks so much, John. You're welcome. All right, ladies, that's it for today. As always, build your businesses big, put a microphone on it, and we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. You just finished another episode of the B Word Podcast. Cheers to you. If I were with you, I would literally pop a big old bottle of Prosecco and pour you a glass. Since I'm not, why don't you do the next best thing and share this episode with one of your besties? Because we all know you've got that one girlfriend that needs to hear it. Thanks, friends.